oh no, Rex, our tops have breached the gates. What, what will we do? <laughs> You're do making we, it sound like it's like Lord of the Rings, like it's <laughs> Minas Tirith or something. Do we have a, a moat or something? Did we not consider this when we started our podcast? I think this was a dumb idea. <laughs> <laughs> This could only go badly from this here. This can only not end well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, too late now. We've invited them in and uh, it's like vampires, right? There's, yeah. We can't oh, get them out no, now. No, it is like vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Adelia. And I'm Rex. And welcome to episode 26 of Sips and Smacks. Right, we're we're on twenty six, right? Yeah, you're the one that keeps track. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't say the number anymore because every time I've said it, I've been wrong. So we're on twenty six. I'm you... calling it right now. <laughs> okay, twenty six. That feels right. That feels right. Yep. Um, and we are joined today by our partners. Yep. <laughs> so we have Dan, who has been here before. Hi, Dan. Hello. And we have my partner, who is going by his first initial C. Hello. So, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Thanks for having us. The silence was just like the horror <laughs> washing over us. It's fine. <laughs> what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Um, so, well, we should start with what we're sipping, right? Yes. Okay. I'm going to need it. Okay. Who wants to start? <laughs> Sure, I'll start. So I'll start with my mug, actually. So um, this is C, by the way. Um, so uh, Rex and Dan, I don't know if you know about our Love Is cartoon at all, but... Um, oh, yes. <laughs> there is a, a very inappropriate cartoon that's kind of creepy. Uh, it's in the newspaper. <laughs> Six days a week, and uh, what I do is I, uh, well, I'm old and I still read a newspaper, the first <laughs> one. <laughs> so uh, I clip it out and I make it even creepier and even more inappropriate. And <laughs> I can say that it's like, it's like a 70s cartoon where like the couple is naked for whatever reason. It's like, it's just oh. cute, I guess. It's like this, you know kitschy 70s like just they don't have genitalia or anything but they're like <laughs> they're I barbies guess, yeah they're yeah. kind of like barbies exactly yeah and they're always doing very lovey-dovey things and like holding hands and looking into the sunset and it's like love is a sunset with you or something like that that that's kind of the vibe of it um but then yeah um daddy will pervert them yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and make them say things that are a little more along our idea of romance. Yeah. So I take what is problematic, make it even more problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I put little dialogues in there and stuff, and then I send it to Adalia, and she giggles. And yes. that's one of life's great pleasures, is making Adalia <laughs> giggle. So that's the mug I'm drinking out of. It's a love is mug. And I am drinking uh, kombucha, 
which is as hard as I go. And it's a ginger flavored kombucha. So it's my little homage to, to a certain practice. <laughs> I was going to mention community. that. I know. Yeah. We haven't really discussed that on the podcast yet, but definitely yeah. something to put on the list. Let's yes. not discuss it while I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> This ginger has been nowhere but this mug. Let's just make yeah. that really okay. clear. <laughs> um, but wait, I have to tell them one more thing, which is, so I bought this mug um, for, did I buy it for our anniversary? Yeah. It was a gift. Was it Christmas or it anniversary? It was Christmas. It okay. was Christmas. Yeah. Um, and so it's crazy because one of the little sayings on the mug is, it, it shows just a picture of her, the, the girl in the cartoon. Butt naked. Butt naked, holding a, <laughs> holding a little devil in her hand. And it says, love is forgiving her when the devil makes her do it. Oh, my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I just, I couldn't believe it. So that, that had to be bought. Um, That's a good mug. There you go. So that, it is. It's that, great. That's an excellent sip. Uh, mine is a little boring by comparison, but it is a uh, rosé in my princess mug. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah, so we can chin chin over here. We have like a pink drink for a pink butt. <laughs> <laughs> I have both today, actually. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dan, you go. Uh, my sip? Yes. Yep. I am sipping on a press, which is a seltzer. Um, Pretty sure you can get it nationwide. Uh, and I forget the full name of the flavor, but it's uh, like elderflower lingonberry, I think, or something like that. It's kind of crazy, wow. but it's very delicious. That sounds good. Yeah. Nice. All right. It's fine. Oh, oh, oh there we go. <laughs> there. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Why should we expect anything different? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I wonder what she's drinking. <laughs> mm, could it be an IPA? And it's local, and I can't say the name. <laughs> I know. I'm a creature of habit. I find comfort in familiarity. I can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. So, all right. we That's our sips. Um, and then I thought maybe we would let daddy be the smack of the day today, since this is his first time on the podcast. And I think Dan got to do our smack of the day last time he was here. Yep. All right. All right. What do you got for us? So what do I have? I have big Hank. So as we affectionately call him. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> And so uh, Big Hank is from Hank's Belt. I was watching um, a video by Princess Kelly. Um, I don't know if she still does these videos, but it was called Spanking University. Um, and it was a series of videos. And she had one video on implements. And she mentioned Hank's Belts, that it was just a very high-quality belt manufacturer, I think based in Texas or something. And um, she recommended them. And so I got a couple of them. I got Big Hank. And Big Hank is black and thick and very nice. It's fun to wear. It tingles <laughs> a lot. Um, I'm blushing over here. You can't tell. <laughs> and then there's Little Hank is a dress belt. Uh, but Big Hank gets more use around here. 
And didn't she, <laughs> didn't she say like, don't tell them it's for fetish purposes because yeah. they're just a regular belt company? Yeah, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. I got the sense that like they were inundated with fetishists. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. They didn't like that. And I don't know why. <laughs> That's amazing. They're like, our belts are to hold up pants, you sickos. <laughs> So don't tell them we sent you. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'll put the link in the I'll put the link yeah. in the show notes, but don't tell them but you got sh- it from us. Sh- yeah. Just pretend like you're getting a belt for a regular purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's a good one. That was good smack. That's a really good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we thought we would all four get on today. Wait, and- wait, 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 oh. wait. Oh no. Every time. God. Every time. <laughs> Honestly, I just stayed silent because I was waiting. She was waiting. <laughs> we literally just had an entire episode that was a correction corner. What else could there be to correct? Oh, I know what there is to correct. Us Uh-oh. not doing the poll. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is true. We did not do the poll again. Yeah. After Hence promising. why I'm drinking an IPA. <laughs> right. Well, I did say, like, we we should wait till our next, just the two of us one to do the cocktail. So we can, yeah, put but a, we, we still need to put out the poll so people can vote. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get right on that. Hopefully by the time this is, oh, well, I don't, I don't want to make any promises. I feel like I've heard this don't story make, before. Don't make promises. <laughs> don't make promises that, yep. we, yeah. Writing checks that our butts can't butts cash. Can't we're cash. Already, yeah. We're already good at that. Um, oh, wait, since we are on Correction Corner, though, I and, and Dan is on here, I want to know, Shit. I want to know why Rex does not have any lines in her Sips and Smacks notebook. Because I'm so good, Adalia, I'm Dan, so good. Can we hear the truth, please? Because she didn't tell me she kept one for herself. <gasps> oh, no! Yes. I thought it was implied. I assumed it was implied. Mm-hmm. It's like double bookkeeping. That's, that's a <laughs> we can correct that later. No worries. Okay. All right. I would like to see a correction on that. Sure. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just saying mine is like half full. So <laughs> I need you to catch up. I don't want to look like the bad one here. Well, <laughs> no. Mm. Out of the two of us. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's a toss-up. It's a real toss-up. But yeah. I think just Dan needs to get a, a little on the lines with you. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. Either right. you deal with Dan or you deal <laughs> deal with the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> don't make us go to the cops or <laughs> Uh, okay. All right. Are we done with that correction corner? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Now I can say that um, we thought it would be fun to have the four of us on to talk a little bit more in depth about what it is really like being in a domestic discipline relationship um, and to get the top perspective as well as the bottom perspective, because of course, Rex and I can only, we can only see the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we can only see our own perspective. And even though we do try to talk about the top perspective, it's nice to actually hear it from them themselves. Um, so yeah, I thought maybe we would start by talking about how being in DD relationships has changed our 
lives and or our relationships or both. All right. Do you <laughs> want to go first? Yeah. Do you want to start, Dan? Oh, all you. Go for it. Okay. Um, I mean, I would say, let me take the outside first. I mean, I would say definitely it impacts the way I am at work. I mean, it, it has made me more decisive and more of a leader at work, um, which are good things. But, you know, I have to be careful. I'm a white male and, you know, I, I need to make space as well. So I can't let it go too overboard. But, um, you know, it has definitely changed the way I show up at work. Um, and, you know, also outside of our relationship, I, I think it's changed the way I am with family as well, especially like my, you know, my nephews and nieces. I mean, what, what we do is, is uh, DDLG which term I just learned a few weeks ago, by the way. <laughs> we were doing it before we knew what it was. Yeah, almost for a year before I knew what it was. And uh, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, it's just the relationship as we practice it, it, it just calls for you to be incredibly nurturing uh, as a top and um, just, you know, really thinking about other people. And, um you know, I think it's it's changed the way I am with uh, family relationships in terms of just, you know, being more conscientious, like making sure I'm on top of birthday cards and that kind of stuff. So it's that's just, old fashioned, too. Yeah. There's <laughs> a birthday card. I know you're getting the point. I'm very old fashioned. <laughs> How about so. you, Dan? Oh, before we say, we should define what DDLG is. Oh, it's, yeah. I think yeah, we did before, but yeah. Just in case, it's daddy, dom, little girl. Yep. Guess which one I am. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right. For me, yeah, for me, um, I think the first thing that comes to mind, the biggest thing, it would probably be the communication in our relationship. Um, not that we had bad communication before, but I feel like this has enabled us to truly speak our minds more and just be more, uh, be closer to each other and understand each other on a deeper level. Um, and I think that's been very beneficial to our relationship. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. We, we talk about communication all the time, obviously. And we say like this kind of relationship requires more, but it's so helpful because all good relationships require good communication. So it's just, it just puts you in a good place for that. What about you, Rexy? Oh, oh, we get to answer these too? (laughs) Well, Dan kind of stole my answer because that was going to be my answer too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's fair. As Rexy always likes to say, uh, healthy communication is her thing. That's right. It is. (laughs) That works out well for you. (laughs) Um, And I would say for myself, it's funny. since daddy was talking about how like it helped helps at work. I feel like for me, it's helped me more in my um, like personal life self care, which is the thing in my life that always kind of fell by the wayside. Um, You know, I would focus on my work, my kid. It was like, whatever that was, me was the tiniest slice of the pie. Um, And so having somebody 
care about that and make that be a priority for me has really been so helpful and life-changing. Um, I cleaned out my garage, everyone. <laughs> and <laughs> that's, it, it, a, that's big. <laughs> it is, no, it is really big. It was one of those things where it was like during the pandemic when people were like, well, I guess it wasn't time that was free time that was holding me back from cleaning mm-hmm. my house. Like it was kind of the same for me. Like it still fell to the bottom of the list. Like I just didn't deal with it even then. Um, um, yeah. And things like getting enough sleep and drinking enough water and all those things. Um, so I just, I feel very cared for. And even though some of it is self-care, it is coming from someone else who I know cares about me. Um, so that's been, that's been really nice. Yeah, I agree with the self-care one too. I'm just going to take everybody's answers. Formulate my own. Like ditto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like Rex should go first on the next question. Maybe. Put her in the hot seat, so to speak. No, I don't think so. So next, I was going to ask, how do you how do you guys navigate your DD 24 seven? Like, do you feel like it's something that you turn on and off? Do you feel like it kind of permeates your life? And as you know, for you guys, you're a little different than us in that you had a relationship prior to being, you know, fully in a dynamic. So um, I am a little curious about that. Unlike us who, you know, we kind of entered into it this way. Okay. Well, I guess I'll answer first. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Um, I would say that we can kind of turn it on and off a little bit. Like I, I think I've mentioned before, like for us, it's, it probably feels more like play. I mean, it's a lot of play. It's like, you know, we do a lot of it, but it's not something that is some, like, I think about it all the time, but it's not something that maybe we participate in all the time. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it like, unlike vanilla relationships, like I sort of feel the dynamic in a more of a constant way. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like I was saying with the like the self-care things. It's like, if I'm drinking my water, I'm thinking about my partner. Not always, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like it, it, um, it sort of is this like, umbrella that is there all the time um yeah which I think is nice I mean I think it's a way of staying connected to your partner even when they're not with you um yeah. you know it's like I mean vanilla partners can like flirt you know by text and stuff and find little ways to to be in each other's lives which I think is great but I just feel like being in a dynamic and having rules it's like those are always with you Um, so it does feel very 24 seven. Like I, I don't necessarily feel like we turn it off. I mean, obviously when we're out with vanillas, we're not like, he's not like (laughs) threatening me, (laughs) you know, Um, but, um, but it's still there. It's still like, is, is underneath, you know, it still connects us. Yeah. Would you agree? agree? Yeah, I agree. And it's amazing, like how little communication it takes in a vanilla setting to like send a message to you, just a little hand squeeze or something. <laughs> <Yep>. we'll, we'll <laughs> do that. And so it it's kind of fun going undercover in the vanilla world that way. But um, 
Yeah, it, it's definitely 24-7. And um, which, you know, I was, I was initially kind of scared about that. I didn't know how that was going to work. And I was scared about um, just the whole thing feeling phony, like we were play acting uh, mm-hmm. the whole time. And it, and so I felt like it was a layer of, I don't know, falsity or something that would get in the way of a true love relationship, which was what I was most interested in. And it, it doesn't feel that way at all. It's just like, um, it defines a DD relationship defines the stance that you have. It's not necessarily a role. It's just the, the way you approach the relationship. And in our relationship, it, it involves me giving all the time. And the more I do it, the easier it becomes. And um, so it, it, it never turns off really. There you go. That was really, yeah, that was really, that was a really good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I guess that kind of brings up like, are there any challenges? Like, do you find anything challenging about it? Yeah, um, I'll tell you one challenge. Yeah. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a good complaint, when, Rex. <laughs> when... I'm, I'm concerned where this is going. <laughs> Dan, she didn't want to tell you off air. <laughs> <laughs> when Dan's dad keeps talking about this new paddle he bought. And... Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, he's into pickleball, and he's just he talks about paddles all the time now. And it's definitely a startle at family dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know Rex texted me um oh Dan's dad won't stop talking about paddles and I'm like I mean to be fair we don't either <laughs> it's just different kinds of paddles uh, yeah it's all the time <laughs> that is funny that's a challenge pickleball is a public menace for Spanko <laughs> every time I drive by a pickleball court and stuff it's just Gotta look the other way. People you know? swinging paddles everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's very <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> uh, I'll add one more thing off the the challenges, um, and it kind of relates to the previous question as well. Um, I think one of the challenges that I think we ran into is if we were to do like a DD dynamic twenty four seven, it just didn't feel like that would work for us. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that was challenging, kind of understanding what understanding and figuring out what worked for us. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why we kind of do a turn off, turn on as we need. Uh, just as an example, like, you know, I feel like we have a pretty good emotional gauge on each other when, you know, I have a bad day or Rex has a bad day. We can kind of tell that. And I feel like that helps dictate us a little bit in what dynamic we're going to be, whether it's more of a, you know, our, our vanilla nurturing, that type of thing, or if it's going to be, you know, if, Maybe we do need to do a spanking or do something else in that dynamic to, to help that situation. So I feel like it just was challenging getting to this point, but very happy that we're here. Yeah. And I mean, it's interesting that you say that because even though like you're viewing it as a turning on and turning off and we're viewing it as a 24 seven, I think we're kind of almost saying the same thing because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like, different perspective. On it's it. just a different perspective. Exactly. Because like, for instance, you know, saying like, yeah, you're, you know, you're tired from work. You're not, you're not feeling like you can top that night. 
um, or, you know, whatever Rex had a punishment and, and it's just not the night to do it. Like we have that too. You know, we, um, I think, um, daddy mentioned in the server one time about like, we had to postpone a punishment cause he was having, uh, like a family crisis and it just, he, he wasn't in that headspace, you know, to be able to do that. And of course, you know, I understood that and we just snuggled and just had a very yep. yeah, vanilla night. And sometimes that's what you have to do. It can't always be like, you know, your top can't always be disciplinarian mode. And I don't think that would be fun. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> like, yeah, you also want to have fun together and relate, you know, on a more equal level, even if that like DD is running underneath it. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, we're not like walking 10 steps behind you <laughs> and, you right, know, yeah. not, not, you know, sharing things that, um, that vanilla couples share. So yeah, I think that's, that is very real. Like you, ha you still have to react to real life. We still have real lives. We have jobs, we have families. Um, we have things that interfere with, you know, the nitty gritty of the DD, so to speak. But I think yep. that that care for each other is also part of it and knowing each other and recognizing when something is appropriate and when it's not. Yeah. It's not really a challenge, but I was super concerned about that in the beginning. You know, what I was interested in was love. I was coming out of a 33 year marriage that was, you know, mostly loveless and sexless in the, in the last several years. And so that's, what I wanted was love and, you know, to, to love, you have to be vulnerable. And I was afraid that doing DD would not allow me to show that I'm a human being and that I'm vulnerable. Um, it would put me in some kind of, you know, robot disciplinarian mode or some kind of play acting. And I was really concerned about that. And, um, you know, there was, I heard some discussions in, in our community, like, you know, what do tops do to care for themselves or when they have a problem or when they need care? And there wasn't really a satisfactory answer that I heard from other folks. Um, but, you know, I, I express this concern to you and, and um, you know, it, it hasn't really been a problem. Like Adalia said, you know, like on the days when I have a rough day at work or stuff, you know, we, we just, we modify it. And it's, it's actually very easy to, um, you know, sort of get affection as well as give affection when it's needed. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, my next question was going to be, what are some of the positives of being in a DD relationship? But I can kind of piggyback off of um, what daddy just said, which for me, um, you know, he, he really was, it's true, looking for love, you know, looking to feel love and be in a a, a long-term relationship. We have joked about the LTR looking. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, and there was one piece of lingo I knew that yes, she that did. I, there you go. You were a step ahead of me there. Um, and interestingly, I was coming from a lifetime of really mostly being single or being in relationships that were kind of like half relationships or, um, you know, just not really not committed, you know, like kind of, I, I tended to pick people that were unavailable in some way or another. Um, and um, for me, you know, like thinking about 
long-term relationships and commitment and love all felt very like heavy and hard and scary. And I wasn't sure I was interested (laughs) to be honest, but weirdly the leaning into the DD and figuring out that dynamic actually helped me to relax into that because I could not worry about that. I could just go with what felt right. And the dynamic felt right to me. And it let me be vulnerable, like you were saying, in a way that I think I never allowed myself to be in vanilla relationships. Um, So it weirdly led me (laughs) to being able to be in love and be in a long-term relationship. Um, That structure and security and knowing that someone was always there and I could put my trust in him um, just yeah, like I said, made, made me relax about it. So. Oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> I'm going to cry on this episode, I, I think. <laughs> it's getting emotional in here. I I'm know. also halfway through the rosé now, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it too. <laughs> um, do you feel like it, it changed or deepened your relationship? I know you said that communication is better. I would, um, I mean, maybe Dan's going to disagree with me, but (laughs) I would say that it's definitely deepened it. Like, um, so like you mentioned, like it's, it means that you have to be vulnerable. And I think that's really important in just being in a relationship in general, like doesn't matter if it's DD or a friendship or, um, a romantic relationship. I think that being vulnerable is, is an important part of just forming human bonds, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it, you know, forces you to communicate it like you have to communicate your wants in order to make this kind of relationship work and that's really vulnerable (laughs) yeah and you really have to trust your partner too which yeah i think Uh, i was just gonna say trust is a huge part of it too (laughs) huge part and it takes a while to gain that trust and understand each other exactly Yeah, because you're, you know, we've said it before, you know, you are playing a little bit with fire, you're dealing with, um, you know, like, let's be real, you are, you know, causing someone pain, physical pain sometimes. Tell me about it. um, (laughs) 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 Um, Taking them maybe to a very emotional headspace. um, And it it is very vulnerable and requires a lot of trust. Um, So I think it it makes sense that our, our relationships would feel deeper and closer um I sometimes wonder like I feel like if I saw like vanilla couples and dd couples in a room like would I be able to pick out (laughs) (laughs) who they are and it's funny because I think I don't know I mean I, I think maybe like an outsider might think that like a dd relationship would be sort of like could be like scoldy or bickery or something because it's like one person telling another person what to do when I think in reality, we, at least in daddy and my experience, we tend to see that more with vanilla couples, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We'll see these couples that clearly are having like a power struggle in front of us, you know, and we're just like sitting there calmly, like we know what's going on here. Like we don't, we're not struggling over it. We figured it out. Um, So yeah, I sometimes feel lucky that we have that, you know, that we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. It it is amazing, like just the paradoxes of DD, you know. So, 
you know, in our relationship, if Adalia messes up, she gets spanked. And if I mess up, I apologize to her. <laughs> and, and yes, that's inherently unequal. Um, but, you know, I think already, uh, so we've been doing DD for, uh, you know, we've known each other for a year and a half and, and we've been doing this for almost a year now. So, um, but I feel like in, in that year, I've already apologized to Adalia <laughs> more times than I did in my 33 years of marriage in a supposedly equal relationship. And the, and it's easier to apologize because there's no power stake in it. Like I'm not putting myself in a one down position because, you know, it's, it's just very clear what the, what the power dynamic is. And so it actually enables me to, to, you know, be a better person and apologize when I mess up because, you know, I don't, I don't fear any kind of a loss with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, Can I mention another positive of being Yeah. Here? It is fun. It's, <laughs> I would agree with that. So it's, like, it's just like endlessly productive. I mean, it, it's like a metaphor. You know, we have DDLG metaphor going here and it's just a very productive metaphor that leads to a lot of jokes like all the time that somehow we never get tired of yeah and like you said like when even when we're out with vanillas like it's like we have a fun sexy secret you know um and you can just like squeeze my hand if we see a startle or you know i don't know something makes us think of something the same which often happens because our <laughs> minds are often in the same place our pervy minds tend to go to the, the same gutter, <laughs> the gutter. <laughs> we can look at women's butts together <laughs> um yeah i think i think that's that's a good point because i think also too looking from the outside and, and even me before i was in it like i was like oh is is it very serious to be in a DD relationship? You know, it's like, it's rules and, you know, breaking rules and punishment. And like, I mean, yeah, it is that, but there's also playfulness to it. You know, it's not all serious. Not that I was going to say like, serious. Dan and I are very silly. So yeah, <laughs> <nothing>. exactly. <laughs> right. Bratting can be silly and fun. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it, it is, it's an extra way of communicating and flirting with your partner that we have, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Dan and I try to pick out the brats in every movie that we watch. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is a special, he loves all the brats in it's, movies. It's funny how many of the brats I'm, I just love as my favorite character. That's so funny. <laughs> well, you did well then. Yeah, you got yourself one. My very own brat. Your very own adorable brat. I'm basically the carpet from Aladdin. Aladdin? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Um, so then my next question is, do you ever worry about the ethics of DD, the oh my God, I'm a feminist situation <laughs> or like what other people might think if they knew you were in this type of relationship and are you out to friends come to think of it? A hundred percent 
I worry about it. <laughs> I mean, I, that was a, one of the, I guess, biggest when, you know, Rexy brought this up, you know, as this type of relationship and what, what she was into, it was, I mean, it was a big worry of mine being a, a male, like, I don't, I don't want to hit my wife. I, that's very bad trope, you know? So yeah. and just it was definitely, yeah. it's just bad in general. Yes. Yeah. Um, Seen it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's, it's definitely worry. I, I still worry about it, obviously, in certain situations, like she bruises very easily as well. So mm -hmm. if, if, you know, she actually gets hit in the leg or, you know, something like that, it's, we have to think of ways to explain that. Um, and it's definitely something I, I still worry about. Not as much as um, when we first started though. Yeah. Oh, and as far as friends, uh, yes, some friends we are out to, um, but I think it, is it really only like, I think we have two groups of friends that we're out to. I think. Yeah, I just keep telling more people. So, who knows? <laughs> so I'm aware of two of our friend groups. I don't know what the actual number is. Give Rex a little IPA. She starts giving out her. I just, I just start like, I can't, I just want to talk about spanking. I don't know. <laughs> she starts telling people about her fix. She starts telling people about her relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're, I mean, you know, we definitely have a big group of Spanko friends who obviously we are out to, um, but we're out to a few of my vanilla friends, my close friends, but it's definitely been a challenge as to how much I want to tell them. Like I'm out to a few of them that I actually have not told about the podcast um, just because, you know, it is, it is very personal and like, you know, they know... It daddy and like you said like i don't want them to judge him and be like he's beating you you know what i mean like yep yep if you don't understand what this is and you're just looking at it on a very surface level like yeah it could look the optics are not great like you know it's, uh -huh. <laughs> um so it, it takes a lot of explaining you know to to kind of be like you know this is what we both want this is consensual you know this is yes it's a power exchange but you know power exchange means that originally you both had power yeah. <laughs> um so all that stuff but yeah it's it's definitely I think I've gotten more and more comfortable with it I think it was something that I worried about more in the beginning and it kind of I could get in a head bad headspace about it sometimes thinking about it um but I find that a little bit less now like the more that I'm happy and comfortable I'm just like how could this be wrong you know like I yeah. you know yep. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely feel like I've struggled with it um, because <laughs> growing up, my mom was the director of a domestic abuse house for women. Uh -huh. um, so I was very aware of what like domestic abuse was and signs to look out for and things like that. And it, it's hard to you know I, even even now still like it's hard to reconcile <laughs> what i like versus what is actually abuse you know <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure um you know i i um sorry no no go ahead <laughs> um so yeah i hear you on that rex but you know when i run across abuse um you know, my reaction to it is so visceral um, mm -hmm. and and 
you know, we're just nowhere near what that is. And I'll, I'll give you an example of a friend of uh, my daughter's in college had a boyfriend um, and she had to text him every morning with her outfit that she was wearing mm. and he would approve of the out- outfit. And that to me is control and that's abuse. And it absolutely disgusted me. And she did indeed eventually break up with the guy. But like, I'm not into the control aspect of this at all. That's, you know, that's not what I look for. That's not what I get out of it. In fact, control, you know, kind of freaks me out. I, you know, I grew up, you know, a skateboarder and a surfer and a punk rocker, (laughs) you know, like a rebel, you know, like, um, which is funny because now here I am, you know, in this relationship, which is all about rules and everything. But I, I don't, so you never know where life is going to take you. Um, But I don't, I don't worry about the ethics. I mean, you know, I've thought about it a lot. I consider this what we do to be feminist, actually. And, um, you know, this is how Adalia wants to be loved. And I am 100% convinced of that. And, you know, if your brand of feminism does not include how a woman wants to be loved, then I'm just not interested in your brand of feminism. And, um, you know, I really... I think a lot about like the patriarchy and how this relates to it. Um, And, you know, to me, patriarchy too is disgusting. Um, And it's, it's because, you know, you look at these patriarchal men and, and they're just, you know, giant fucking babies. And (laughs) can I do that? Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) Where's my beeper? (laughs) (laughs) but um you know it's just all about them and Mm -hmm. and i really i I make the distinction between masculinity and patriarchy and you know masculinity healthy masculinity is in my view is about taking care of people it's an outward facing energy that that cares for others you know first and foremost And, um, you know, when I say masculine, I'm just talking about the energy. I'm not talking about a body. I'm not being biologically determinist here. I'm, you know, talking about yin and yang and those, but that outwardly facing masculine energy that cares for others is, 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 um, you know, what I think this relationship is about and, Patriarchy is the exact opposite. Patriarchy is a demanding that I get my way all the time. You know. Yeah, and uh, on the feminism thing, I was actually having a discussion on Jillian server this morning about that because people were kind of like, "Oh, how does you know DD work? You know, <laughs> if you're a feminist, kind of thing." And I said the same thing that I thought it was very feminist. I said, "You know, if I'm getting punished for staying up past my bedtime, it means that." I asked my partner for help with a very personal, vulnerable thing and that I communicated to him my deepest sexual fantasy. 
And to me, that is very empowering. Um, and I can't think of anything more feminist than that. And I was not that way in vanilla relationships. I was not being feminist, you know, um, because I wasn't being honest with myself. I wasn't communicating my needs. Um, so I, I agree. I do think. Yeah. Yeah. I loved what you said a couple of weeks ago on the podcast where you said something about, you know, in order to give away power, you have to have power, you have to be empowered. And I, I thought that was really you know, a a great insight. So yeah, we're either practicing peak feminism or peak (laughs) self-deception. We're all happy though, right? (laughs) Uh, Anything else to add from you guys? Uh, I don't think so. That was, that was a really good explanation of it. Um, yeah well said yeah yeah so hopefully you know we've gotten you know a lot of a lot of questions from people you know about how this works and and especially how you know you guys uh the actual guys in the room here (laughs) (laughs) think of it and uh i think i think this episode will be really helpful in kind of hearing your point of view so that's awesome. But I, I, it was really interesting hearing, you know, both sides of our relationships because I feel like we're slightly different, but we both have the, you know, same underlying core values, and it's all all relating back to the same thing, which is kind of cool to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was super fun, and and you know, one thing I really love this podcast. By the way, <laughs> I really love <laughs> the way you two are. You know, I've told people that I think. The podcast is really about female friendship, and that's that's what I enjoy about it. You know, two women, you know, who have this particular sexuality, and just to hear both of you week in, you know, week in and week out about talking about it is is really fun to hear, and it's it's really. Um, you know, made me think about sexuality in general and just the range of sexualities. I, I think, you know, this idea that, you know, everybody's sexuality is you, as unique to them as their own fingerprint. And mm-hmm. I think talking to both, to you, Dan and Rex, you know, it's just an, another reminder of like how varied it all is. Yep. Exactly. Yep. We're we're a niche, but we're also like individuals in our niche. So. Yeah, we're not a monolith. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but we do like spanking, all four of us. <laughs> yes, there's that. <laughs> we have that in common. That we can agree on. <laughs> now, how, how, how did that not come up in what are some of the positives of DJ? <laughs> <laughs> right. An opportunity to spank your mate. Yeah. What? Hello? Why are we doing this? Wait, is a positive being spanked? Because I, I don't know about that. I know. Well, that's, yeah, we get into the love to hate of it every week. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, exactly. I, I'm going to love it even more now with that spreader bar. You won't be able to squirm everywhere. That's exactly what I said when she told me she had it. I was like, ooh, Rex is being forced to stay still. I know. You know the best part, Adalia? What? It was her idea. <gasps> oh, that's- 
Yeah. That's always the way. I, 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 don't know. I don't know why I do this to myself. I know. I'm always like, oh, this implement looks so cool. And then, you know, cut to. It's I'm like, always why? a bad idea. Always a bad idea. <laughs> we got to start stopping each other. I have to, I should make, oh my God, I should make stickers that say like, always a bad idea. I'm going to put it on my laptop and I'm going to like, look at it every time I think about purchasing something. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I think that brings us to our time. So uh, as always, please email us. Uh, we'd love to hear what you think. Uh, if you're in DD relation, a DD relationship and have something to add, we would absolutely love to hear it. Um, we'll always read questions um, or comments on the show. So email us at sipsandsmacks at gmail.com. Or reach out on Instagram. A, I was going to say, we have an Instagram account. Oh, we have an Instagram. Reach out on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, and Instagram is also Sips and Smacks. And uh, we have a Patreon. And we have two new uh, $5 subscribers. Ooh, shout them yeah. out. Lena and Anne. Aw, thank you, Lena and Anne. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, please please come join us. Not that we, we don't. Uh, want the money we just put it back into the podcast but then you if you do join our patreon you can come uh chat with us in our discord server yep we have lots of fun in there we do we talk about a lot of these things in there i do a little question of the week so some of these questions (laughs) i actually got you know from those conversations oh oh, so smart (laughs) there we go And I swear, I'm not totally weird in that server. (laughs) (laughs) Not totally weird. Just a little little weird. (laughs) A smidge. (laughs) A little soup son of weird in there. Weird enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, until next time, behave yourselves. And we'll try to. Oh, we will. Because our (laughs) tops are here looking at us. (laughs) 